0: This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. I just have one question. When Cap needed help, if I'd asked you, would you have come? I guess we'll never know. But if you had, you'd have never been caught. some dumb things and the people I love the most they pay the price thanks to you we had to run we're still running let's go Watch your back. Like a partner. Hold on. You gave her wings? And blasters. So I take it you didn't have that tech available for me? No, I did. Everyone's got their thing Maybe it's a breakup A death An accident Whatever it is You used to be one thing Now you're something else We all have our own problems. Our own issues. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Please forgive me. I know I butchered your name. I, 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 I
1: Oh, don't worry about it. No, 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 There's no butchering of it. It is what it is. The way I what I tell people is that it takes a while for people to practice it and remember it, but once you do, you'll never forget it. So there you go. <laughs> fair enough. Fair
0: enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm super excited to talk with you. Um you've got this great film, um uh, that's coming out called uh Mad Genius and I, I love your work. I mean you've been a Star Trek, supergirl, um just so many great films just to thank you. A thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um I guess my question my first question is is what what was the catalyst or the thing that got you involved in acting? I know that uh this is something this is a gift that you've been blessed with and uh you do a stellar job in every single role that you take on. Um what was it that I guess made you catch the acting bug? Well that's you know, that's very kind of you to say that. I think
1: the the first thing was that my family has been in performing arts for literally three generations. So there was the introduction was very early in my life. Uh you know every conversation around breakfast table, lunch table, dinner table was about this. So that so I I kind of think that it's, it's it's part of my DNA but The, the thing that really got me interested, because there was never any pressure that one had to, you know, follow in the footsteps of the rest of of the family, was this idea of really learning about humanity, uh, understanding people, understand, emphasizing with people, walking in somebody else's shoes, and most of all, telling stories, because I think it is the one thing that was across geography, across borders, across cultures across languages, all of that, as long as people can identify with the story, we become better human beings and that I think that was really what
0: what got me involved and interested in doing this absolutely, absolutely. you said something that was so profound um just a minute ago, you know we talked about you know it's it's you know universal across cultures. I think that that's the beauty of filmmaking and movies is that, you know, it really has the power to connect people from all walks of life, whether it be differences of um, gender or religion or uh, cult, you know, culture or, or race or whatever. I mean, films really have the power, just like music, to bring us all together. Um, I guess, what do you love most about Uh, filmmaking and just the art of making movies, Um, what is it that keeps you going? Because I know that, you know, um, your life of an actor is is hard. It's not always, you know, flower beds. (laughs) Well,
1: most of the time it's not. I mean, people think that it's it's that. But, you know, you could be standing in the middle of a swamp in the middle of summer for, you know, 12 hours uh, shooting a scene. You know, so, so there is, it is a, it's a pretty hard and harsh regimen if you really look at it. I mean, we have, you know, sometimes we start a day at six o'clock in the morning and then we go, you know, until until the day, until we can have, finish the day. So it is, there is that side of it. I think what really excites me, as I said earlier, was this idea of of telling stories because um, it it's one of the things that it does is that it makes us realize that we are not alone in this world, that whatever might be happening to us on on a very basic level is something that others might have gone through or might have shared in, in some uh you know, some version of it. So I think it it brings humanity closer. Um, that to me is the power of it. And that's what I I I love about it that, you know, you can you can start to see people that no matter what the person's color or race or religion, as you said, is, the underlying humanity is what binds us all. And if we can tell those stories so that we can, we can realize through them that life is, is something that we share on this planet, there's part, partly that. The other part is that it expands our imagination. You know, I mean, there's so many genres in, in filmmaking and television and theater that makes us kind of push uh, this this creative muscle in our brain to go beyond the limits that we might have put on ourselves, and that's that's a that's again a beautiful thing to be you know to be able to share with people.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, you're so right. I mean, it just, I mean, it definitely pushes our imagination to the limits and. I mean, you know they've accredited you know so many technological advances to you know things that were seen on film and television you know years prior to you know their inception, like you know star trek with that. well exactly I mean I was just going to say uh, Star Trek is a great example, you know we use our phones
1: and stuff now these you know these wireless phones and they they look very much like what 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 they had in the sixties you know on 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 the enterprise, you know, <laughs> on the iPad. I mean, it's, it's, it's very much, and, and that's, it's funny because I think somewhere subliminally, these ideas, these designs, these, this imagination kind of stuck with us. And when we were creating stuff in our real life, I think that, that imagination and that, that vision somehow the
0: other translated into, into what we have now. So it is, it is true absolutely absolutely and uh to jump ahead and i know that you know we're talking about your new film that genius mm-hmm. um but you are known for star trek uh, and the roles you played uh what was it like getting cast in that film and just i guess <laughs> being being such an integral part of the reboot of the film franchise because i know that there was a little bit of a gap between you know the previous uh films that had had come out, and and this one in the early 2000s, when you got the callback and everything, what was it like for you?
1: Well, I mean, look, I mean, I I will admit that I am a bit of a tricky myself. So that, (laughs) to me,
0: was was very
1: exciting. Uh, I also love the fact that by rebooting uh, this whole uh, Star Trek saga, we brought in the new generation uh, into this, you know, and, and, and we can share it. So I can share it with my kids. As well as with my parents, you know. I mean, there was there was that that linkage that it brought. As far as me being involved in it, I have to say, the first time I walked out on onto that set uh, of that starship, uh, I, the the ten year old boy and me was well and alive, and there was that moment of of literally going breathless
0: and Oh my God, I am <laughs> on this
1: on this ship, and I am the captain. <laughs> and, and, and then and then the reality sets in and Go okay. Or, you know, uh, try to save yourself and don't make a fool out of yourself. Uh, try to do something that might actually, that actually might, might look believable to people. <laughs> yeah.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Man, I can't imagine. Um, you um, have, you know, acted in, in several different films, um, you know, ranging from, you know, drama to action adventure to sci fi. Um, but I've noticed that you a lot of the films that you've been in have been science fiction films, uh, whether it be Star Trek, Iron Man, uh, Mad Genius, so on and so forth. Um, what about science fiction draws you to it? Is that something that you would consider your your niche? Well, you know, I mean, it wasn't by design that it became my niche,
1: but yeah, I mean, I mean, I do end up doing a lot of that, and 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 to me, it's, it's wonderful because again, it's it's about imagination. I come from. Uh, my background is in theater. I mean, actually, I'm doing Richard book now on stage. So, I mean, that is my, that is my, uh, base. And sometimes I think it's as, as an actor who comes out of theater, the idea of really engaging your, your imagination, because just like in, in theater, you, by turning on a light, it becomes day, and by turning it off, it becomes night. The same thing happens when you're doing science fiction because sometimes you're acting with not even a a real person. You're acting with a a balloon, which might then become a creature. <laughs> you know, oh, wow. a, ballo- a balloon on a stick, uh, you know, and and you have to push your imagination to make it believable for yourself and for the the viewers that this is a real this is a real concept. This is a real uh, you know situation that you might be going through. And it it brings I think again, science fiction to me again is this wonderful bridge that on where we can share with across generations. You know, uh, I can go with my kids and, and, and love it. Uh because they identify with, with that kind of imagination. I identify with that kind of imagination. It it goes across genders and cultures. So so that to me is is a is a wonderful gift. And and also sometimes we can Look at certain issues in science fiction, which are issues that we might be dealing with in our life. But by just removing them slightly from our own reality and and inspecting them, and dissecting them, and, and understanding them, we might be able to resolve them in our real life. So I think that's that's the other
0: side of it. Absolutely, absolutely. You hit on so many so many great things there. I mean, just you know, being able to take away so many life lessons from, you know, the genre of science fiction um makes it, you know, one of the most unique genres in my honest opinion. Um but also what you said about, you know, having to, you know, sell it and make it believable because I guess, you know, for us you know, non film people, you know, we forget that, you know, with a lot of CGI and stuff, you know, there's oftentimes there aren't real people there. So you know, you're you're not really in space talking to an alien. You're in front of the exactly. Scene, you know? and so uh, we forget that, and so um, that was pretty eye-opening. I um, wanted to ask you now. There's a saying: um, t- television makes you rich, uh, film makes you famous, but stage makes you better. Um, mm-hmm. I know you. You know, you just said you do, you do theater as well as you know acting for film and television. Um, I guess do you have a preference on which of the three? I guess that you you book in terms of just you know, enjoyment, so to speak. I do, And that is,
1: again, what I love about it. And the analogy that I always give is that um, a painter sometimes paints in oil, sometimes paints in watercolors, sometimes just sketches, depending on what he or she is trying to tell as a story. And it's the same wonderful thing that you have, in film, television, and theater, it depends on what story you're telling. I'm mean, talking about Star Trek. If you put it on stage, it will be laughable, uh, <laughs> <you know? laughs> right. uh So, so there is that. Uh, you need the that vast silver screen to transport you to to another reality. It's covering you the the facility to stretch and expand the character week after week after week and really refine it and see the the different layers of it that you might not be able to. Explore in 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 a two-hour two-hour movie, uh, and theater gives you this this wonderful intimacy with with the audience, where you can share something, and that that moment is created in that moment, and then it's gone forever. There's something ephemeral, something beautiful about that. Uh, but they all have their own challenges. If you're doing film and television, sometimes if you have a very intense scene, like you know something that's... Um, you know some tragedy that has just occurred, and you have to, and let's say you're crying. Now, if you have ten takes of that of that same scene from different angles, you have to keep that intensity and be able to repeat it for for every single take. And that that's a very different kind of a challenge. Now, theater uh, gives you a different challenge. That once the lights go on, no matter what happens, the show must go on, and you and you have to go from point A to point Z of the story and nothing can stop you so those those challenges are very exciting as as an actor to me
0: absolutely absolutely i um man you 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 said a mouthful there um (laughs) I i wanted to ask you um you know each role is something different like you said it brings something different to the table um, how do you prepare for each role? Is there do you have a, like a ritual that you do, or is there something that helps you to kind of clear your head and prepare to memorize your lines? Like, because I, I would imagine that you know each role, like you said, is a is a whole different animal, and so you've got to be you know the antagonist over here, and then you're the protagonist over here. You know how do you gear up? Gear up?
1: I, I think you, you just you just said it. I mean, because every role is different, I think your approach needs to be custom designed to that role, uh, and you have to be as fluid as you possibly can to find it. Uh, what I I mean, music is a big part of uh, you know of what I do in, in the sense that I create or I like to listen to certain kinds of music when I'm trying to play a certain kind of a role. Because it gives you a certain rhythm, certain understanding, a certain, certain visceral connection to the character. Uh, that helps. Uh, I do not look at it. I mean, I know many actors and, and, uh, again, it's whatever works for you. There, there are certain roles where you do have to first connect with it emotionally in order to then, um, you know, portray the character. Other roles sometimes you put on the boots or the shoes and you start to feel okay this is what this character walks like and then you can then connect that to the emotion of the character and how that character would portray it so i i have no one one particular ritual my ritual is always there there is always a ritual i have to say sometimes it's you know that that i will have the same sandwich every Every lunch, because that helps me anchor myself into that character. So it's, it's different, and 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 I just I just look at it, and and whatever comes to me as a natural
0: fit for that character, that's where I like to take it. Absolutely, I love it. I love it. Uh, you you um, definitely definitely hit it on the nail. I um I want to jump ahead, and I want to talk about your newest film, Mad Genius. Um, it was released yesterday for uh, video on demand. Um, and it's, I mean, I've seen the screener for it and it's really, really, really <laughs> cool. Um, it's just something that's just so out of the box for me. I think that, um, uh, you know, I'm guessing, cause I don't know how film works, but I'm guessing that this wouldn't count as a big budget film. Um, but I mean, the way that the story's told and the special effects that are in it and just the plot and everything. I mean it it is like a big budget film. What was it like for you working on this film and and what was it that I guess made you become interested in being in it?
1: Well, uh, a few things. Uh, I mean I, I feel very blessed and very honored that I was, I was a part of this movie because I, as
0: you said, I think it is it is
1: it is it is a gem. Um what I also like as you said, you know sometimes when you're doing a big budget movie, it has a it has a different set of challenges. Uh, but you also then uh, you also have the facility that you have a big budget. And you can create anything you wanted that your imagination, um, you know, asked for. When you're doing a movie of this nature with a limited budget, it pushes again your creativity to a different uh, limit. It, it, you need to find ways, knowing that you have you know, limited uh, a limited budget or uh, limited facilities you find a very different kind of a way to uh, express yourself. So that was part of it. The other part that I really love about this movie is this very surreal reality uh, where you don't know whether you are in in real time or or you are in somebody's imagination. And that just opens up a universe of possibilities. Uh, Everything goes. The, The matrix of that, of that universe is so vast that it frees you up as an actor uh, and as a storyteller, as a director to, to then go places because you have created a, you, there's a justification for it because it could be real, it, it might not be real. And, and, and it also the story in itself is mind bending and, and thought provoking. And what I really like is, unlike many movies these days, it doesn't give you the answers all in a silver platter. Uh, And hopefully people will go and watch it, and they will think about it. And the best movies are the movies which, or the stories that that stay with you for a while. So maybe, you know, you might think about it tomorrow, or the day after, or, you know, talk to the friend that you watched it with uh, in in, in five days, in a month. That, to me, that's the kind of material that this movie presented. And it really was something that I was like, you know what? I need to get into this and then see what we can do with it,
0: with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you said a mouthful there. It's like, that's how I would describe it. Like you don't know if it is a dream or if it's real life. I mean, the cuts are so quick, um, <laughs> man. It's yeah. It's definitely like a mind bending movie to, uh-huh. say the least, to say the least. Um, that's cool. So, so because you, you've taken on so many films. I, has there ever been a film where you know, you've gotten the script and you're just like, hey, I, I'm, this just doesn't gel with me. I don't feel like this is the film for me. Because, I mean, I'm not just trying to, you know, just overflatter you, but, I mean, it just seems like every film that you're in is, like, it's golden. Like, you bring so much to your roles. Has there ever been a film where... You've gotten a script and you've just said, Hey, this isn't for me. And you've had to bow out. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, but I, I mean there are, there are times
1: when, when you look at a script and you just go, you know what? Maybe this is for somebody else. It's not for me. Uh, sometimes there could be, there might be storylines or themes which really do not fit well with me. Uh, and uh, those are times when, when I have to gracefully bow out of it. Because I always think that all work is not good work, uh, and I would much rather take a kick in the wallet than do something which, after I do it, I have, I feel ashamed in the morning when I look at myself. So those are times when when I have to have a very serious, uh, a soul-searching moment. That can I do this or can I not do this? Yes, there are times when when you, you can take on a role which might be written in, in whatever stereotypical way, and maybe bring some humanity to it. So I've also taken those roles sometimes, just just to, if, as a challenge that can I make this rather than demonize or glorify someone, how can I humanize this character and show something a little different and add another layer to it? But then there are times when you just have to go, you know what, as, as attractive as it might be for one reason or the other, I can be a part of it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You definitely sound like a man of morals and principles, and I know that you're also a family man. Uh, you have a wife, and um, you have children. Um, how do you balance, I guess, being a family man with, you know, being an actor? Because I know that that's really time-consuming, and it's, you know, oftentimes you're on a shoot that may last for months, you know, Um has your family been supportive of, you know, your yeah, family? Yeah, very, very
1: supportive. I mean, I, I always uh, say to my kids that, look,
0: I mean, whether you like what you see
1: in me, see in me as a father or not, it is because of who I am and what I do. They're, they're good and bad in it, but I'm home uh, because, you know, we don't have a ninth-to-five job. So when I'm home, you know, I'm home. I can make the lunches. I can take them to their soccer practice. I can do all of that. So I end up spending a lot of time with them. But by the same token, when I'm gone, I am gone. So, so they also understand that. So, in in in, in totality, I think it balances out. Uh, so yes, I think my kids my kids uh, have been very supportive of what I do, um, and and I have tried as much as, as I can to be as involved as I possibly can. And they're like sometimes much to their chagrin, maybe too involved. but Yeah, I mean, sometimes like you know, please leave us alone. But but yeah, but I think I think it balances out. Here.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I guess while we're on the subject, um, you know, legacy is something that you know all of us want to attain in some fashion, whether it's you know the legacy of a career or you know raising a good good strong family. Um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, when you think about, you know, your own legacy, you know, both on and off the silver screen, um, what's the biggest takeaway that you want people to get from your life and your work?
1: Yeah, that, that I tried to tell stories as honestly and as um, sincerely as I possibly could, and that hopefully through these stories, we all, you know, grew a little and, and understood uh, our humanity a little bit more. That would be the, the most wonderful thing. For me, that would be a gift if, when I'm gone, that if people can think of me and think in those terms. Uh, other than that, you know what? I hope that, that uh, I I have tried that I can be fair and balanced in, in how I've dealt with people as much, with as much respect and as much love that I possibly can. I think that uh, one can't
0: ask for anything more than that. Absolutely. yeah, Absolutely. I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, I want to go back just for a little bit, and I want to talk about Mad Genius again. Yes. So the filming process, um, was it particularly arduous? Because I know that, like you said, sometimes, you know, various shoots can be in, you know, Unsavory, you know, locations. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you say that the was the, the the filming process was it particularly arduous or did it come rather easy? It, it it had it had its challenges, definitely. You know,
1: we had very long
0: days. We had
1: you know we had to deal with um, a lot of effects and all that. But, it, it had, but none of it was was uh, indigestible or unpalatable. So I mean, it was all wonderful. The team. Royce, the director, is 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 a mad genius of a good kind. Himself. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, so there was that, and there, it was it it was a it was a group of people who really had the the best interest of the project uh, at our you know in our hearts
0: and in our minds. So it it was really I mean a wonderful wonderful experience for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, it's available for video on demand. Do you know if there are plans to have like a limited release in certain theaters? We're hoping. We're
1: hoping that uh, down the line we can do that. I Definitely, we're hoping and keeping our fingers crossed.
0: Absolutely, and forgive me uh, for my ignorance, but um, w- will it enter any film festivals? I'm not sure how that works.
1: It, yes, it has, and it has done well. Uh, and you know, and and hopefully there'll be more. So you know, I think it's uh, it, I think the, the the movie will have a very long life uh, on screen, or uh, you know, and 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 in people's houses and and in festivals. Absolutely,
0: absolutely, I love it. Um, for and this has been an awesome interview. I'm I'm all out of questions, but I just wanted to thank you for coming on. I wanted to open the floor to you. If there's anything you'd like to say to our listening audience. No, I mean, thank you for listening to my babbling. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: and hopefully, people will go see the movie. So, you know, I mean, that's the biggest, uh, that would be the biggest reward for me if people go see it and enjoy it and think about it. Uh, that's why we do it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And, foran, where can our listening audience uh, find out more about you and keep abreast of, like, your social media experiences? Yes, I mean you can always you can
1: I I hate the word follow because I like to I like I call it sharing. Uh you know, you can you can uh on Instagram it's it's Paran my first name dot Tahir. You can you can you know come and share uh life with me there. You can go to my Twitter which is Paran Tahir one two three, or you can go to Facebook which is the official page Paran Tahir so any any of those places and I would love for people to come join me so that we can have a conversation. I love talking to people, and I actually do respond.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I noticed that. I love it. Well,
1: yeah.
0: Farhan, thank you so much. Well, really thank you. Thank
1: you. I appreciate it. You're thank welcome. you for taking the time out. Bye. You're welcome. Bye.